table i do have the gain up but you know speak up if you want to or squish this way uh but uh, my name is peter galt this is civil tension i'm your host and the creator of the show here of civil tension and today with me is uh co-host dan and co-host ken and co-host bill and co-host Ken, and all the rest of the co-hosts. Oh. <laughs> all right, them, me, she, them, they, they, all of them are here. So Sorry. we have actually a big crowd around the table gas. today, and we're actually happy to have them today. Actually, our topic is brought to us by co-host Dan, uh, who and the letter Z, and the letter Z, <laughs> as well as the letters M and F. Uh, because something struck him as unique. Well, I don't know if it was unique. Was it unique? Uh, <laughs> unique would be better. Unique would be better. Does anyone have a unique so, thought? It, it would Ever? be, yeah, unique would be better. What, what happened with Dan and igniting this is that he heard someone talk, and he was just, how did you say? You were appalled, or what were you? Astounded. Astounded. Astounded by the blatant... The vitriol, the vitriol spewed. being spewed with regard to militant feminism, the bigotry, and just what was being said. Dan, why don't you share a little bit about what you heard that just impacted you so severely? Peter, we only have an hour. <laughs> It's, 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 the, it's the idea that uh, with this with this whole LGBT thing, the idea about uh, with what they're now classifying as uh, reproductive uh, rights, which is an interesting argument within itself, uh, the idea of the glass ceiling, the, the fact that women are being uh, are being um, withdrawn from society and focused to be uh, I don't know. Cast down. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Because it's confusing when I'm hearing these messages, and it reminds me a lot about the feminist movement that happened when I was a youngster, about knee high to a married grasshopper. And, <laughs> and I saw that uh, that as this left, these left ideas come forward, you have no argument from the feminists. They kind of like drop off the the, the map. They're like gone. Uh oh, here's a waitress. She's a feminist. No. <laughs> you can jump in. Feel free. Just, just Yeah, exactly. That's right. You never know what you're going to sprinkle. I would really. <laughs> and, and again, this is the action portion of the podcast, wherein everybody is receiving their receipts. And it, it plays so well on radio. Some editing opportunities. So, what is it exactly, Dan, that we get to fight about? Well, it's not really necessarily a fight. It's just a, it's a comment on on what's going on. Now, the, now this person I'm listening to represents the public in the in the Illinois uh, in the Illinois legislation. And in her idea, what she was saying that you know, look at all the great things that I've done for women. And one of the things she counted out was the fact that they have abortion rights. So this was really big for her. Also, the idea that uh, women should be allowed equal pay. Uh, for something, it's, not, it's undefined. So I'm like thinking to myself, well, what does this mean? You know, equal pay in what regard? Are they saying equal pay for equal work? Are they saying equal pay for what? Because it depends on how you look at it, right? Yeah. Because you know, two people aren't going to get paid the same because their different talents are involved, right? But they talk about the idea of the glass ceiling, and so this glass ceiling is, an, is all this, all these imageries that we're getting from this woman are all from the feminist movements which did a lot of good things, and they did a lot of bad things. But the interesting part about it was is it's being folded into this now very divisive aspect. And so, as well, though... Uh, well, so if you're, so if you're in the Army and you're a private, you get a private's pay. And are you saying that if you're a female private, that's a different pay? I'm talking about the word. I'm, so you're, you're bringing up a concept, though. It's I a feminism got far less as an exotic dancer so than most women. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think Just that had go. more to do with the speedo <laughs> of your... Yeah. Well, yeah. 
I've seen you before. Thanks. 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 So, 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 Dan. Yes, sir. You haven't been around for a week or two. I didn't see so or pay attention to you, but though we had the whole women's national soccer team, and yeah, we, we should be paid as well as the men. So I think we had a brief discussion on an earlier episode with this, and got a lot of arguments raised that said, okay, well, you know, when it comes to sports, how much does do they draw, right? You're going to pay a male golfer more money than a ladies golfer if the tournament is generating more TV revenue, advertising revenue, sponsor revenue, then, you know, on a proportional basis, you know, maybe there's room for disparity there. But if there's two people that are working in a corporate office and they're both, you know, same position, why shouldn't they be paid the same? Well, that goes back to the same argument. If it's a corporation that is making $18 billion a year versus a corporation that's making $12 billion a year, you can't just say because you're a CEO, you're going to get... No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying that if you were, you're not an executive in the company, but you're a senior accountant or you're a project manager or whatever your role is. Right. You're, you're doing the same basic job. You're not senior executive management in the company, which has its own unique pay scale, but you're a slotted individual in a corporation. Well, everybody here is small business. I'm probably one of the few people that lives a corporate life, but there, there is a lot of disparity in the workplace. Well, my, part of my answer to that is, is if our two men are in that same position, are they always exact, paid exactly the same? They're typically big corporation. Typically, you're in bands. Right. Thank you. Right. So, so you're, you're you're in bands, but the bands have an upper lower limit. So a in, significant I, difference. Right. 15, yeah, 20 percent. Some of the bands can be pretty yeah. big. Right. Yeah. And some of the bands overlap, etc. But, but the whole, the whole idea is here is that paid differently too. So it's. The whole, excuse me for a second. The whole idea here is not to go rehash issues of the feminist movement. Right. The point I'm trying to make is, is that this this left wing, uh, which is now I understand is a thing, and now that's what they're calling this is being identified as the left wing. It's not wow. liberalism. It's not. It's we not, got Dan you know, over to the terminology. Yeah, but, but, they, but but since they have brought in this this left these left ideas. All the ideas of the left have come in, and the feminist movement has been folded into it. That's my point. Now, it, really? now it's, it was surprising to me to hear this. And so one of her touts is the fact that she is, not only does she defend women in, against the evils of state government, but she's also defending the LGBT, the mm -hmm. idea of, the, of gender identity, right. even to the degree that she says she's very proud that children can now identify themselves any way they want to. And I'm like, this is really bizarre because it's it's a step towards eugenics, but in like a really bad way. Well, and, and so I, and so these leftist ideas, she's dragging all these women, and I mean there are quite a few women in there, and they're and they're all listening to this with rapt attention about this great legislation that she had done. And I know it's a very small percentage of the country, but for me it was interesting how the radical aspects of the feminist movement. Uh, had fallen away because they were too radical. Because the, the women in the feminist movement were actually doing a good thing. They're like, look, yeah, you know, uh, we need to break the good old boys club, you know. And so then we started having women voted into office, and, and so many changes. And then they made a really bad one when they gave them the vote. But anyway, <laughs> I, 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 that's I, a joke, Jerry. I'm not I'm kidding. <laughs> I now, I now see what you're with the battery, at. Jerry. That I, I. I had a great deal of respect, even when I was young and sort of fighting against it, uh, for the feminist movement, largely because it was totally called for, uh, largely, and, and was dealing with half our population, and how, you know, the LGBT and other <coughs> Q, uh, whatever stuff um, movement is driven by our need to somehow help, what is it, point oh. Point double oh five percent of our population. Right? It's, it's inclusionary. So it's it's so in, in one case, you know, I got a thing that's totally called for because half our population was was being mistreated and unappreciated to, to some degree, and and I was cool with that. I am not cool with the tail wagging the dog stuff, yeah. where we have hugely small 
populations, the championship of which gains us political points. Mm -hmm. Where does that come from? And you live you in know? Illinois. Yeah. I live in well, Illinois. Well, Dan, Talk I would suggest small groups one controlling of the points, big populations. you made the comment about how the feminists are silent. The, the, to me, the current one that is classic is these men identifying as women competing in sports and winning medals and oh. and, and, uh, and the feminist movement is dead quiet about They're saying nothing. Yeah. Oh, they're embarrassed. And, and they're basically destroying Title IX. If they keep, if they, Title IX's dead already. Title yeah. IX is going to die because I, I joke, there's going to be a college someday that just says, you know, you're all right, left, leftists. We're going to have one team for each sport in our college. We're going to have one basketball oh, yeah. team, it's one it's soccer team. It's a great team. excuse for them to reduce their costs. Right. Absolutely. And, and the idea, and the, of, the, the idea of, of separating women out of a competition yeah, that will do that. I know it will. It's you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like inviting a bunch of guys to a to a midwife thing. Well, you know, well, women are going to win all the time. Right? Man's fault. Well, what's going to happen is they're going to is they're going to not only uh, uh, drop out the team. But they're going to have to reduce the number of scholarships they give mm -hmm. out yeah. because there won't be the amount of money. It doesn't matter. Pay. College is going to be free anyway. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> right. I forgot. Bernie's going to make college free. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's going to have to pay anything. That's, that's right. right. That's right. You do. I love okay. women. By the way, I love women. <laughs> uh, they love you back. They love you right back. Yeah. So uh, now we've heard a lot of heavy male voices yep. with regard to this <laughs> so far. We do have two ladies at the table. I would really like to hear your feedback with regard to what Dan has expressed. Wait a minute, the other Dan identified as I'm female. still here, Archie! <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry about that. Edith is still here as well. That would so, be the light mail. It wouldn't so. be so creepy, but he enjoys it. Yes. So, and he's so, getting better at it. Yeah, like a clown thing. Yeah. Either. Well, I'd like to ask a question. Go right ahead. Has anyone here ever been told that they don't need a raise because they'll grow up and a man will support them? Ooh. But the men need a raise. No, I have not. I have not. Because Nothing. they're going to grow up right. and get married and have to support a family. Those words no, but I have been told that if I abide by a man's rules, I'll be taken care of. My mother's I've never father. That's your My granny well. My grandfather, my mother's dad, refused to send her to college because, in his mind, it was a waste of money because she was going to get married and be taken care of. You don't need to learn anything. You don't need to learn uh, to take care of yourself because you're going to get married. It's a waste of money for me to send you. I was the only female account executive in a food brokerage. And the only woman in the entire country, okay, that was in this position, and the top account executive for three years running. And I went in and asked my boss for a raise, and that's what I was told. You're kidding. When I was, no, I'm not kidding. How long ago was this? I'm sorry. <laughs> then I went on an interview and was told by a superintendent that I was at the right age where I was going to get married and get pregnant, so I'd have maternity leave right away, so he wasn't going to hire me because he didn't want to deal with the maternity leave. I wasn't even in a relationship. These, Men don't face those things. Nope. You're right. These are unhappy things that were effectively, if clumsily, addressed by the feminist movement of the 60s through the 80s. In my mind, it's true. Right. Yeah. But when you give the job to the government, it gets messed right. up. But now the up. militant but feminists are saying, "Down with men." Leftist feminists. This is what, down with that's men. That's my point: is that the the, the radical the radical the movement has right. moved into the leftist. Doesn't matter what the man says. Down with him. Hurt him. Kill him. Move and, him. And, and that's what I was we hearing. We can live without him. That's what I was hearing. And yeah, that's wrong. The matter I'm, just. I'm not in favor of that opinion either. It's too radical in my way of thinking because we have to learn how to live together. But I still experience a lot of times, you know, when guys stand up for themselves, they're considered, um, yeah, that's okay. But when a woman stands up for herself, even if she does it in a careful way, she's considered a bitch. An upstart. And I don't, you, know, you guys don't get that. 
You don't get that feeling. I would, I would, the only part of that I would disagree with that is, is... Oh, Don's a bitch. Yeah, because I'm... <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. If you go to Phoenix, yeah. I wasn't counting Don. I'm just you should be using that kind of language out here at the table. But and, and this is where I think that, that we as men are, have been forced to be silent because it makes us very nervous to just say a simple thing like I'm going to say. I've criticized as many men for being, we just mean, call them a different word, they're an asshole if they're a terrible boss. If they're a woman, maybe, I would never call a woman the B word. I would just, and I wouldn't call the man man, so I'd just say, crappy boss, crappy boss. (laughs) (laughs) And it doesn't matter if they're a male or a female, they're a crappy boss if they do what you talked about. But but in our world today, if I say they're both crappy bosses, somehow I'm still, you know, defending the man or whatever. Or you're a boy if you do it so. I'm not going to defend any male, female, trans, straight, gay, whatever, that treats people like crap. And that's what those people were doing. Exactly. And that's what I think is part of the reason what Ken said, that there were some great things about the feminist movement. And I think they're right. For example, more women graduate from college today than men. Yeah. I mean, that's, that is a, fact. that's a fact. And that's cool. That's a fact. And that's, and that's a great. Good and more women are being more women are in debt now than men. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome aboard. Yeah, yeah. More women are being encouraged to go into fields of science and that kind of thing. When I was in chemical engineering at U of I, I was told I was only there because of my. I was trying to get an MRS MRS degree. degree. How insulting! Terribly true. How insulting! Well, nobody here will say the the feminist movement is uh, is done with its objectives. I mean, it's just improved things a lot, right? But I. I consider myself a bit of a feminist. I believe in, in the great majority of their goals. And I, from that perspective, am insulted. I, I, I think the, the, the proper movement, the thing that is a good evolutionary thing going on in our society, is getting compromised because it's getting grouped in with right. yeah. a lot of I really agree. radical so, stuff that <clears throat> is inappropriate. And, it, it, and there is no relationship between giving women their due as human beings side by side with everybody else and the radical movement. There is no, I don't see it. I don't either. There's a lot of misconnections and stuff like that. Just go to any, any uh, rallies that are going on or marches that are going on. You'll find out there's 12 different messages out there with everybody has their own agenda and everything and there's no coordination and it's just it looks stupid i mean I, i've been in chicago when i've seen them walking up michigan avenue state street LaSalle street and they're all in different street and everybody's got a different message it's like what the hell are you doing what's going on i mean Resisting. there's there's no clear <laughs> message Resisting. You know, right. there's there's no clarity there's no focus there you're and a lot of people are just simply there because someone said go Kent, you wanted to say something? No, about well, and, and, and Jerry, I'm sorry you had to go through that, right? But equality is equality, whether you're black, white, green, yellow, whether you're man, female, female, female ape, whatever, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I, In what regard? What do you mean? When you talk about equality, one of the boss's comments was, she's going to be different than a guy regardless of her performance because she has the ability to take eternity leave. Well, now he men do too. Now men do too. Now men do too. Right. So I mean, right. there, we we yeah. we've progressed and changed laws on HR, and Pete can talk about that. But I've got three daughters, mm-hmm. and I raise them, and I tell them, I'm like, listen, you're going to have to fight through your whole life. Don't take it easy and and rely on a man, right? I go, Correct. all men are idiots. You just got to find one that you can live with. Right? <laughs> or train. Right. Right. And, Speak for yourself. And and and, and now my, my oldest daughter, she's gonna be she's going to grad school uh, to, you know, to become a clinical psychologist. Um, but she, you know, went went down to eastern Illinois, which is not I mean, that's a pretty liberal place to be and and any university well any university yeah, right true. and and she would call me be like listen i you know i almost got thrown out of this class today because <laughs> of, of of how i've raised her right and what her beliefs are and yeah there are laws and things that are but if we're talking about the radical the radical to your point i'm a feminist as well but the radical piece of it now is it doesn't matter because you have a penis you are the devil 
and we want you out of the picture, right? That's not. That's the radical piece. I know of that, that, but right? it doesn't and make sense to me. Now, and that is that's, that's, moving. I also, I also have a friend. That's what happened. I also, I also have a friend who uh, had a sex change. And so as soon as she started going back to work, I said, hey, now that you're a lady, did you take a cut and pay? Nobody responded to that one. But it's true, right? Because it, it doesn't matter across the board. It's 10 to 15% lower. Yeah, you're in the band, but the ladies are on the back end of that band. And now we can say, well, because you're in that band. It's not even close to true anymore. You're good. No, no, no. it's not. It's not it's even close to true My wife statistically. Is top end of the band. Statistically. Right. Well, here's, here's the thing. I can, can speak to that for any Right. I understand, but trust me, they are. <laughs> I can speak to this from an HR standpoint. That is actually not really true anymore. And the statistically that, that women are earning less than men for the, per, for the same work. That really, truly is not true. The statistics come from the areas and jobs that women are filling by and large over men, which the jobs themselves do pay less. They're fields that pay less. It's the work that pays less, not the gender that's getting paid less, because men that go into that get the same pay for doing the same job. There are an extensive ad nauseum amount of laws within HR that really govern what the feminist movement went for as far as the workplace goes. You know, again, you touched on very lightly, but men can take maternity leave now and do. Um, the Equal Pay Act, uh, the, uh, I mean, it's just, it, it is, in, it goes on and on and on and on how many pieces of legislation are in place to support and provide protection for women within the workplace. It's insane and insane from a management and administrative point of view, not insane from a fairness or treatment point of view. I get really upset when people say I am a feminist because I value women. That's just valuing another person, a human being. I married my wife as the mother of my children. I couldn't live the life I live without her. It just wouldn't exist. Yeah, and for me to simply appreciate what she does and what she's done to contribute to the raising of our children in the household and to be uh, my my other, literally my other half, I would not feel whole without her. Just because it's a symbiotic relationship. It's a symbiotic relationship. It's just, that's appreciating another person. And we appreciate not, her because of... You okay. show up with clean clothes. Yeah, I show up with clean clothes. <laughs> they match. They match. Well, they they match. So, you're, you're right. You're an HR expert. I, I'm you know, one of the few people that lives a corporate life. And, you know, there, there are a lot of workplace laws. And companies, you know, want to have that good reputation as well of fairness, both from a legal perspective, you know, managing the risk of not being sued for things like being that, et cetera. But tell me this. Are, are you a car guy? Are you a car mechanic type of person? Or when your car is broke, do you go to the dealer? Depends on what the issue is. But if you... Because I'll go to the dealer for some things. I'll go to a mechanic for some things. Uh, okay. And if I can take care of it myself, I'll do that. Right. Oh, oh, oh. But, but if you walk into the dealership and say, something's going on with my car, I'm not sure what it is, can you check it out? And your wife took the same car, went to the same dealer, and said, there's something wrong with my car. Has your wife ever complained to you and said they talked to her differently? You should take the car in peace. Thank you so much for asking that question, because now I get to tell a couple of stories that I absolutely well, love. Specifically, we once had a Volvo XC70, the, the wagon, the all-wheel drive wagon. Uh, heater core went bad in it. My wife took it to a mechanic, and he's like, uh, it's going to cost this much. It's a big job. It's, cars you're, yeah, he's talking cars. He's like, Don can't handle it. Um, he told her it was going to, and, and gave us a big number to fix the heater core in this Volvo. My wife said, man, there's no way I'm spending that kind of money. He told her it's a huge job, royal pain, huge amount of labor. She goes online and finds the heater core for like 30, 40 bucks for the Volvo goes on YouTube and says, I wonder if someone's put this on YouTube. I can watch this and see how it's done. 
She calls me up. I'm at the office. She says, hey, I just watched this. I think we can change this ourselves. I'm like, really? She says, yeah, all you got to do is drop the bottom of the dashboard and, and change them out, put it in, line it out, make sure you catch all the, the antifreeze, the coolant. I, all right, cool. I'll help you with it when I get home. I got home. She was already done. She changed the heater core in that all herself. She did it herself. Recently, she got a 1990 C4 Corvette for her summer car, and she absolutely loves, loves, loves that car. She's already ripped off all the door panels, replaced all the internal but you're not answering uh, weather this seals. Yeah. So the question is, yes, when my wife asks those questions and people respond to her and tell her what it is, she goes and takes care of it her damn self. And I have, I've had so, women talk to me differently than they would talk to my wife in other environments. It's just people are just people, and some people are jerks, and... Some of us would treat people, male or female, the same. Some of us don't. So my wife takes my, my wife goes picks up my truck. She drives it to me 10 miles away. It, it, it's not towed properly. The brand new tires are just put on or, or shredded on the, on the outside of it because they didn't manage to tow it. You know, towing the tires means to adjust them so that they sit flat on the ground. I take the truck back. I ask the guy, what the F is going on with you boys? These are brand new tires. I want new ones. She says, I'm not going to give them to you because your wife took the vehicle. And she should have turned around when she realized there was a problem and brought it back immediately. It is her problem that she put the wear on tear on it. She should have known there was something wrong. And you know what I said to him? She wouldn't because she didn't know any better. Period. And he understood that. What's going on there in that, in that conversation? And the same thing would be true. What's going on in that conversation? If said he had no idea what was going on, that would be true of me, too. Yeah. What's going on in that conversation? <laughs> well, I'm talking about his presentation. What's going on in that? What's going on with that? Because it was a check. I don't know. Was it because he assumes that all women are stupid or they don't know about autos? So this is a cultural aspect yeah. of it, right? The feminists were saying that, okay, no, we're going to try to obliterate that. The radicals were saying, if I hold the door open for my wife, I am demeaning her right. by saying that, that, that uh, she's not as strong or whatever. I've been I like called out. I have been called me. out for opening I, I doors for ladies when I'm going in and out of the gas yeah. station or the store or whatever. You, I was just taught that's what you get the yeah. door for the lady. I like that. Yeah, and I have guy. been, <laughs> I've been, you know, reprimanded rather severely with, you know, with expletives and all kinds of things. I don't need you to hold that. You know, so with the point of the matter is, through the culture, you know, women are revered in others in some areas and not in others, and that's, a, and that's just the damn facts of it. I think are women and men different? Absolutely. Uh, can you say that they are, this, are they are equal? Well, what are we talking about when we describe the idea of equal? What are we really saying? The reason why the, uh, the justice that pushed through Roe v. Wade and pushed through the Colorado versus Planned Parenthood argument, when she retired, she said, the reason I did that is because on a sexual basis, I wanted to put women on an equal platform as men. In other words, what she's describing here is that if a woman becomes impregnated because of her having relations without the idea of having a child, she wanted to have that woman be a lot of recourse. Because at the time, we didn't have the, 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 the pill and all these things that they have now today, you know, the morning after for pill. But this is what her reason was. And now look where this has gone to. And one of the aspects this, that this woman was talking about, which I find is militant, was the idea about how women, uh, the idea of them being pregnant and barefoot in the kitchen is something that has to be destroyed. You have to destroy this. This is something that, this is a stigma upon women. And I'm like, where are you getting this from? It makes no sense. Well, it's, yeah, because it makes no sense. sense. It's, yeah, because I mean, well, it makes I no sense. I know women that went through college, they got their degree, they did a couple of years, and they said, you know what? I want to have a family. When you, and they're out of college, they're out of the workplace. You can have any but, righteous, worthwhile cause you want that makes pretty good sense and radicalize and it. And make it crazy. And it becomes idiocy. Absolutely. And that's the terrible thing that's happening with the feminist movement getting washed in with the leftist, radicalist stuff. Okay, but again, let's, let's go back to last week's conversation that you weren't here for, where we talked about the bell curve. The people that are that radical are a small percentage at the end of the bell curve. But and you say the left. Are you taking the left saying everybody that is... One degree left of center. I am saying that there is a planned, there is a planned, systematic destruction of current value that is going on, and it's not just the left. The left is now is the radical feminists have now joined this. They're not separate from it. They've joined it. Okay. So all the arguments of these other groups that are coming in 
now the, the, the radical feminists are also adding their voice. And this is a movement that is going forward towards the direction of what? This is the problem. Okay. What's their goal, right? Yeah, well, what's the direction it's is going It's 2% to? of the people. And they're getting about it's 98% of the people. They, they are the mouse the Lord. Is if that you look, if you they're look. vocal. They're, they're vocal. And they're the supported the, by the media. Yeah. There's people that will support them in the media, yes. But we talk about how do you say it's getting percent? destroyed because uh, they, that's, that's right. number. How do you say it's 2%? I mean, even even if it's two percent, though, you if you look at the the um, uh, election returns, if you look at if you look at voter returns, we don't have a forty or fifty percent voting block in this country. There are people. I mean, it, I, I was an election judge for twenty twenty five years, thirty years, and I don't know that I've seen one election. That there was more than thirty-five percent return. That means people Voters. are happy. Oh, that that's, that's, that's a hell of a return. And that was a hell yeah. of a return. That means My township happy. runs ten, yeah, and, and if you go and you count, and if you count, if you count uh, uh, primaries, crying out loud, you'd be lucky if you're sitting there and you get one or two percent. If you vote so your you own get primary, you can change the result, and that's the only two percent you get. But that's, see, the the point is, you're you're not. You know, you may get that, that uh, you may be talking about 2% of the people, but that 2% is vocal. They're the ones that are being uh, promoted, uh, uh, promoted on, on television, radio, and other places, or this, this, uh, in certain media, and you don't hear about the other. The others, the others cry about it, but what are you going to do? We're, you know, we're, uh, I would say that most of us here are not exactly uh, on the left, but <laughs> by the same token, <laughs> by the same token, there are things that, that if we're sitting in the, in the middle of that bell curve, if you were sitting in that middle of that bell curve, well, where would that, where would that voter count be? Where would the voter count be if, if you had that middle, of, if you had your bell curve? If the middle showed up. Right. If the, yeah, if they showed up. Right. So you can't, you know, you can't say you got a bell curve because it's not a bell curve. Well, I've, I've never understood the whole moderate position anyway. It's like if you go through issues, it's like, you know, what's a, just go through the whole big list of issues and determine what the moderate position is on them. That's always been of interest. Moderation, the moderate position is something that's taken out by most conservatives. They could just call them the quiet majority during the Reagan's era. Yeah. The idea of a moderate, which is the classification of that, is someone that says, you know, let's not jump to conclusions. Let's just right. let's kind of keep the things in a line in the middle. Yeah, you got problems. Yeah, you got problems. But your voice is being heard, so don't worry about it. <laughs> And that's the issue. But I mean, when people describe themselves as a moderate, I always like to ask them, you know, go through the list of the major issues and describe the moderate position on it. And obviously their position is not moderate. No, a, a moderate position would be that I'm aware of it, but I don't really care about it. Well, maybe that's it. <laughs> okay, so that's, well, that's well, that. all right, so like in the middle of the road, get okay, run over, but, right? but, but, but let's go back to the world of logic, as you would study it as a science or not. All right, right? let's do it. If you say that on any given issue, a person is going to lean one way or lean the other, right. you're going to say, well, it's you know, not too many issues in life that you could be on the middle of the fence. You're either going to yeah. lean this way yeah. or you're going to lean that if way. You take a I think the description of the moderate, at least in my personal opinion, is if you put 15 issues on the table, mm -hmm. there will be people that always lean one way or the other on the majority of the issues, and there are some people that will... Both sides, though. Be on both sides. Okay. That's fair. No, that's how, a, that's how at people, least a better description. How, how, how many people, for example, would ascribe to being a lean to the right on fiscal conservancy right. from a governmental perspective a social, and social, lean left on a little, social reform. Right, right. Yeah, you hear that all the time. Yeah. Right, well, right. the difference right. being that a moderate will generally ask that we figure a way to fund the, the liberalist thing that they want to do. No, that's a righty thing. That's a right no, position. There. No, no, it isn't. I, I, I <laughs> think the, public the, arena, the I silent think. majority doesn't like to spend money they don't have. Sure. But uh, again, the problem with the feminists, or the problem that I was witnessing with this particular discussion, was all these other trappings that was coming in on the, from the left, right. from these left arguments, about this, there's something wrong with our cultural structure. Right. And that tweaking 
abolish it. Good, kill yeah. family, kill God. And, and it's the idea of it. I mean, to celebrate the idea that, that you can, you know, execute a child, I think is ridiculous. Now, one of the issues that came up why the feminists pushed for abortion is because they said that the women are going to have abortions. No matter what. If you right. don't encase it within a hospital, you are risking both lives, mm -hmm. and you get some terrible things that occur. You must allow abortions. And so that begins it. And, and is that a logical argument? I think absolutely it is. You're going to say that I'm not going to treat you because you, you, you've done something uh, that cultural, culture doesn't allow? And how did they handle this in the past? Women were shoved off in the, in the convents, you know, if they were available. Because in France, they, they put all these hospitals together. That's where they began. But, well, uh, yeah, but what, what, what do we do? That the men movement has changed, though. It wasn't that long ago the whole message from the left was rare, safe and rare. Correct. But you also have to include, partially, you have to, you have to look at the entire, entire structure of what's been done, okay? Where does, where does the... Parental, where's the parental guidance in that? That's a I think what you're going towards is by the idea it's become normal. It's now considered a normality. Well, it, well, it's not. It's not so much that. But if if a if a parent does not have the uh, knowledge that their child is now going to have a child and wants to have an abortion, okay, and they're they can go and do that by themselves, which. In Illinois now they can. Underage, yeah. Okay, because you're if you're even if you're underage, if you're 17, you can do it. You don't okay. have to notify your parents. You do no, not have right. to no, no. You don't have to notify them. Right. Okay. So the the point I'm making is, what happens then to the drinking? What happens to the to the smoking? What happens to everything else? You're 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 setting up a precedent, which is, to me, partially intolerable. That's a precedent that is partially intolerable well, to Well, the me. difficulty is both men and women can smoke, both men and women can drink. Right. The problem is that once a woman becomes pregnant, there is no stopping the procedure. No. You cannot say, whoops, let's back this thing up. No. Because up once it launches, that's the end. I, I understand that. It becomes that. cascading. I understand that. But, but the point is that the parents should have some say-so in that. And if they're if they're uh, at all talking about involved involved with their with their children, then oh, guidance. Well, there, yeah, there should be some moral guidance. There's guidance after the fact. Okay, so but but again, I, I let's take that issue. Go one step with that, which is, should you, as the parent of a child who's gotten in that situation, is that a family issue? that you should address at the family issue? Is that a issue of your religious affiliation and how you feel and you should, you know, follow your accepted morals for where you choose to go, but do you <coughs> have the right to legislate that for others whose beliefs may not be the same? That's my point. Should, do you have the right to legislate that? Do you have the right to legislate well, well, you, that? Well, if you don't legislate it, then it happens, right? If it's not disallowed, it's allowed. allowed. I get, but if you do pass legislation that says, you know, a, and again, it's dicey ground when you say your 15-year-old daughter, is she mature enough to make a wise decision? But also, is she mature enough to raise a baby? Okay? But if you start saying, well... I, I, I think moment of conception, I think heartbeat, I think viability, everybody's got a different, their personal tolerance, their personal morals, their, if you're associated with a religion, you hopefully get some guidance from that religion, but the, the legislative part of it is... <laughs> okay, Don, Don had his hand up first. Just a couple things. First of all, and I, I whispered it to Jerry, and I, I got to say it, this whole issue of you know, parental notice. A 15-year-old in the state of Illinois, has their parents have to be notified if they go on a field trip. They don't have to be notified if they're getting an abortion. Right, that's true. That is not logic. That is it's actually a crime. That's, 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 that's insanity. Now, to your point. This is That's the ridiculous. whole issue of whether we should legislate or not. We make those decisions every day. There are laws against all kinds of things in our country today that, you know, is, do, do, is murder illegal in this country because of religion? I don't know. 
The Ten Commandments says thou shalt not kill right. the Quran. Now, the point is, is that why do we throw religion in on the abortion argument, but we don't on the murder argument? Right. Because it is a, we are trying to decide what is right or wrong, and we all come from different perspectives of where we get what is right is wrong and wrong. Today, our society has determined killing an unborn child is, is okay, is legal. That's where we are today. That's, just That's where fact. our government is. That's where our government is. Actually, not only that, but on, on that issue, and yep. I'm going to let you continue mm -hmm. here, but that our government, certain states have decided that it's okay to do that even after, after the, the birth, after the family, within, a few, of a, within right. a few moments. Which is they've where, decided that yeah, that's which is where okay. I'd interject something on that point. The reason why that law was passed and why there was a why it was necessary it was the, was to get the government out of the relationship of abortion and bring it to the women and the doctor. That was the, that's right. why that. That's was why done. they want to do that. They and, and, I, and how many women actually would would take that step after the child is born and kill it? And how many doctors would say yeah, this is a good idea? More than you would care to think. No, I would say that it would be extremely. <laughs> oh, yeah. If there's one, it's, it's one too many. Extremely it would be extremely rare. But if there's one, it's one too many. But that's where these things happen. Something, a reasonable thing becomes that. Um, but my only point is, is that um, I, I, I do get frustrated when it's like certain things we say. Well, we shouldn't do it because it's just religion is driving it. Well, we make decisions all the time. And again, to me. I'd like I'd like religion not to be the decision making point on abortion. It's like, is it is it a human being or is it not? And if it is, then I don't think we should kill it. That's just a, to me is a logical thing. Forget everything else. But again, our society ultimately has to make those choices, and sometimes it's going to make choices we don't like very much. Quite frankly, okay. Well, now I want to hold on, hold on. We have to make the same choice. Exactly. I want. I do want Ken to go because yeah. he's got maybe about four minutes That's before right. he's got to hit the brick. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it, Pete. I do. Mine's really short. Uh, there are a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a person. I said that, right? You're talking about reproductive rights, okay? Thank you, Jerry. Let me give you a different podcast. There's your name. I am now famous. I can't believe it. I'm not talking about that. Oh, we lost control. Ken, you now have three minutes. Yeah, Thing is there, there are a lot of things that I find re morally repugnant, right. repugnant to me. I am sure there are things about me that other folks find morally repugnant. That does not mean that our government should legislate them in any way. It's not the government's damn business. It's the business of me and the people I choose to hang with. My religion, my ethnicity, my whatever, the society, you know, to a degree. When you get into something that's virgin merging, getting real close to <laughs> murder. Yeah. Now we're talking about something that maybe is comes under you know government authority righteously. What well, is but murder? The last thing we need to be talking about though is many of the things that that the government has done to modify our behavior, which are driven by a minority, and even if they were driven by a majority, if there were significant non, you know significant dissonance, we shouldn't be doing that. The government doesn't have any business in most of this stuff. I just wanted to say that. Well, you know, the thing I was going to say, I, I, I'm going to follow up on that point in that, you know, you, you talk about being murder. Okay, fine. If if the government is going to legislate and say, hey, we can we can let the let the these uh, women have the have an abortion after the fact. Then why do we, as a as a society, prosecute criminals who kill women who are pregnant and prosecute prosecute them for the unborn baby? Right. It's 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 well. That's, that's the government. But that's all, my point. It's illogical. It right. makes no sense. Well, the government doesn't do anything effectively <laughs> and, or efficiently. And now we've 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 kind of gone way far away from the actual True. topic of this, uh, and we've gotten more into. Abortion and human rights, etc., etc. The feminism thing, and what what actually perked my ears when Dan talked about this, is that I hear a lot of these arguments and a lot of this vitriol, as Dan mentioned, where it is actual. Just they're literally spewing hatred, and 
I think there are a lot of men like myself who are hearing this and watching and seeing it. But, you know, with regard to the feminism movement, you know, we've worked hard to get rid of and provide these protections. Now my, my mother, you know, well into her 70s, she does not have to worry about having a son who tells his daughter, I'm not spending money on you to go to mm -hmm. school. You need to go marry a guy. Yeah. You know, at this point, my daughter, who I do have, our youngest is our daughter, is in college studying astrophysics. Mm -hmm. She's got an incredible career future ahead of herself if that's what she continues to choose. Right. And no matter what she does, I will continue to support that. So, and, and Ken's walking yeah. out. See you later. Take care. Uh, you call me. So it, it, it is, so what, is a, yeah, what is upsetting, <laughs> what is upsetting in addition to that voice is, <laughs> is what is upsetting and unsettling is that, you know, people, guys like me and a lot of men that I know are saying, but we're not against you. Yeah, right. We're, it's do what you want to do. We're okay with that. And in even seeing this throughout all playing fields, no matter whether it's sports, the workplace, relationships, who you choose to love, who you choose to, to develop relations, we don't care about that. Go do yourself. Be happy. Be a contributing member to society in, in a way that supports the people that you choose to interact with and have in your circle where you live. Go do you. It's okay. We we have no intention nor desire to suppress or repress you. No one is you no know? one is trying to stop you anymore. Yeah. Are right. there individuals that are jerks? Yes. yes. Yeah. But I, I think part of the feminist movement is is like it's almost like you know, we talked about the equal pay. There's tons of studies, and again, Pete, you covered that, and uh, that's one of those that frustrates. It's like they, they still want they want it to be true. Well, what if it's not? Then why do you? It's almost like so I want the, to continue the, to be a victim. This is I the guess. key problem why it's coming into a lot. This is the big issue: is that they they want to bring this up as though these things are still the norm, and mm -hmm. they're not. They want to they want to talk on terms of oppression, mm -hmm. and it's not. You look at the, the the stuff that's going on in television. They're they're now showing Jim Crow law. They're now showing all these aspects where, where blacks or or yeah. somebody was was repressed. 150 years ago, right. or a system that has been long abolished, and I want to say this is still going on, and it's not. Yeah. And this is the problem. And so these arguments that the, that the senator was saying about her change in legislation, she's actually lying to these people that this is an issue, and it's not. And she's lying to them and saying things like, you have the right to be a man or a woman. Well, you don't. Yeah. Yeah. Every cell in your body tells you that this, that right. this is what you are. If you want to be able to go through a sex change operation, you're not going to start suddenly pumping out a shitload of estrogen. You have to take supplements, right. or it doesn't take. That's the issue. Why doesn't it take? Because it's biologically designed. Sure. The argument that but they're making talk, argument right? is that they're making is that it's not right. And you, could, and you just said you go out and do you. Well, that's not the truth. You can't just go and do you, right? That's not the truth. If I want to go and do me, and I want to say that I'm a male, I'm just going to go do me as a male. Yeah, okay. I'm going to be a female. What? I'm gonna be a black person. Is that me now? I mean, what? I'm an artwork. Yeah. yeah what's the idea? When I say go and do you, I know exactly what you meant. I know exactly what you meant. You're talking about freedom of aspects of choice. Right. And this is what their argument is. The choice is constrained but, by culture. It is constrained by a bunch of white men who put it together, organized in such a manner in which they can be maintain control. Gender. The argument is a about the glass ceiling is this: that, that it's a white man's world. It's a good old boys' club, and women can't get involved in it because they're not male. They're not white. They don't hang out in the clubs that they hang out in. They don't go to the schools that they went to. This is the argument. Now, women, the feminist movement wasn't arguing on that point at all. But this, the, 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 my, my point was that they're taking these all these old arguments, they're putting it into the same box that these leftists are about oppression. This yeah. goes back to this Frankfurt School. Yeah. It's all about oppression. And this woman is saying that we're ending oppression. Women are pregnant, they're being oppressed. If they can't get rid of the child on their own will, they're being oppressed. And, and, and that's not what women are saying. And I know a lot of women that have had problems because they were became pregnant, impregnated at, a, at a, what we call an inconvenient time. But there's many options and many things that they can do, depending on what their situation is. 
They're certainly not being oppressed. That's the issue. And that's what I mean when I say you do you. I have no desire to oppress you. I really don't. And right. I don't know men who that maybe they're not gonna hang maybe out there are. Do. Yeah, but I don't know people. There is a good old boys club. There is a good oh, old yeah, boys sure club. I'm not denying that. The nineteen sixties was all to destroy the good old boys club that came out of mm-hmm. World War Two. Yeah. And all the power of manufacturing, all the things that they had, these men had these men held. Absolutely. And the 60s was like, we want to stop your idea of what a model citizen is. And that is what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And the feminist movement has been hijacked by this left. And suddenly the feminist aspects that they're saying are now being rolled in to this, this vitriol, this well, hatred. They got sucked into the leftist. Just- well, there it is. It's hatred. Mm-hmm. And, and, it's, and that's... <laughs> That's not a political thing. That's a that's an individual thing. Human that, heart thing. I mean, yeah, it's it's a human it's, heart personal thing. Yeah, that's, and for those people that have that level of hatred in them, you know, that's a shame. But yeah, maybe that's a much better way. Thanks for hitting on that. Mm-hmm. Thanks for saying that. Thanks for hitting it's on a that. Because thing. maybe it's not a you do you thing. It's a I don't hate you. I don't get why you hate me. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I what have I, I ever done to you? Know you. Yeah, right. I don't even know you. Right. So I don't. Well, I they're don't actually doing to others hate. what they are claiming others are doing to them. Well, that's the mechanism. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the problem. That is the problem. That's exactly. So there's the problem. We discovered the problem. Hey. We, we identified one of the stories in existence. Well, yeah. But, you know, it, it feels like an accomplishment. because <laughs> We did something. We did. We did. We, 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 we identifying the problem is the easier hand. Yes, yeah. it is. Solving the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And John wasn't even here. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Where is John, by the way? Uh, I don't know. He just let me know that he was not available this week. Oh, okay. I, I've uh, I got a couple of emails and texts from him early, but he's been off doing whatever it is he's got to do. So we miss John. But uh, on that happy note, because I do feel like, you know, although it's identifying the obvious, hey, look, a glass on the table. A tiny victory. So thank you for the shiny object. Clap it out. A little golf clap. And you guys, thank you very much. Give me a like and I will glass our teeth.